Will somebody give the Lord a mighty hand of applause? North American Christianity versus kingdom Christianity is worlds of different. North American Christianity and kingdom Christianity are worlds of different. It's like homemade food and factory food. They'll both keep you alive, but one is so much more nutritious and better. And today God wants to take this church into a kingdom culture a kingdom expression, not just a church expression, where it's three fast, three slow, preach, get the money, get out of here. It will not sustain your life. Listen very carefully. Our lives are all about our responses. I want you to think about it. The way that our lives are shaped or how we respond to things. Everybody say, the fruit of the Spirit. The Spirit. Say, the fruit of the Spirit. It's not the fruit of good behavior. It's the fruit of the Spirit. In other words, it's something beyond my capacity. And if I don't respond with the fruit of the Spirit, even if I'm nice and pleasant, something negative happens inside of me. The way that I respond shapes my soul. Say that. Say, the way I respond, the way I respond shapes, my soul. shapes my soul. Let me give an illustration that all of you can catch. No matter what size shoe you wear, I wear a size 12 medium. I've had a pair of shoes on for maybe seven or eight months. I wear them every day or every other day for seven months. If I were to give those shoes to somebody else that has a 12 medium, they look the same on the outside, but what would happen when they put their foot inside my shoe? They would feel the pattern of how I walked on it, my weight, how I lean. So it wouldn't be the same shoe. It would be something that's shaped by me constantly having a pressure of living in it. When you are living your life, your responses, whether you know it or not, are shaping your soul. The family you were raised in, the father you had, the mother you had, the American culture, the North American culture, all this is shaping your soul. Now, why is this so important? God wants to reshape your soul. He wants to reshape how you respond to situation. Question, does anybody have irritating people in your life? I see them hands not up. That means if you don't have your hands up, maybe you are the irritating person. And so, <laughs> you're oblivious to the irritations you're causing. Well, every one of us has irritating people. How many married couples do we have here? You're married to one. Opposites attract, and then when you get to know each other, opposites attack. That's true. The thing you thought was so cute when you were dating now is irritating five years into the marriage. Now, some things will never change about your mate or your friends or your family. They're just not going to change. And I'm not talking about sin things. I'm talking about their thing, their style. And if there's some sin there, this is also included. But when people interact with my life, I choose how to respond. Respond to them. Has anybody ever heard, you make me so mad? 
not without your permission. I refuse to be triggered by your ignorance. I refuse to be triggered by your soulishness. I refuse to be triggered by your crazy background. It doesn't mean I t- I, I'm, I'm accepting it, but I refuse to respond likewise to you. Now, Jesus said that when somebody does evil to you, what did Jesus say to do? When they curse you, what did he say to do? Why? In order for a curse to come to them, it's got to come through me. So if I respond opposite of the fruit of the spirit, guess what I'm doing? I'm cursing myself. That's the answer. If I respond opposite, no matter how crazy they are, other than the fruit of the spirit, I'm cursing myself. And I see people all in the church totally messed up, totally broken, and they've been Christians for 20 years. But they're living like an animal nature whenever something happens. And they get on all kind of medication. They go see a psychiatrist. Listen, I don't know why you would go to a psychiatrist to solve your issues. How many know who Dr. Phil is on TV? Dr. Phil can identify. Listen, Dr. Phil can classify. But Dr. Phil cannot glorify. Man, they just frustrate you because they give you a behavior modification answer. Well, partner, just do this and this and this. I can't do it without the spirit. Now, why is this so important? This church is about to have a lot of increase. How many understand that crazy people go to church? Do crazy people know they're crazy? Then how do you know you're not crazy? The way you find if you're crazy is by responses. How you respond to things. And so we're going to talk about responding in the spirit. Now, why is this so important? Following Jesus means to mimic or mirror his attitude, his actions in life. I'm going to say it again. Following Jesus means to mimic or act like he would act in that situation in life. So when Jesus said, follow me, he didn't say, go to a class. He says, I want you to respond like I respond. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, it says, I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, the word lust there probably should not be the best translation. It should be the desires of the flesh. Has anybody ever been around somebody that you want to just choke them? I want to choke you. In the love of the Lord. Ah, You're getting on my last prophetic nerve. You're getting on my last parental nerve. Anybody ever read in the Bible where Jesus groaned? That's what this was. Ah, How much longer must I be with you? You want to hear that groan? Hang around a parent with teenagers. Like mentally unstable. But he says, you will not fulfill the lust of how you would respond in the flesh. Verse 17, for the flesh or your animal nature. When I ask you the question, what is flesh? You say animal nature. What is the flesh? What is the flesh? What is the flesh? That's why you have a cross. He says, if you want to follow me, pick up your cross 
that crosses to kill the inappropriate responses by the strength of the Spirit. That's what the cross is for. And every one of you have lots of interactions where you respond. Now, some of you, you've learned how to respond inwardly. You're passive aggressive. You won't say anything. And you have that Mona Lisa smile. Everybody say the Mona Lisa smile. Was Mona Lisa happy? Was she sad? She just had him. And so rather than respond on the inside, you're going crazy. You're responding internally. You're just not responding externally, but you're still responding. Then he said the flesh lusts against the spirit or the spirit of God and the spirit of God is against the flesh and they are contrary to one another or they're opposite. So you not do the things you want or you do not respond the way you would. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law or by principles. Do you understand there's a lot of Christians who are lived by principles, not by the life of Jesus? If you're just living by principles, you're living with behavior modification Christianity. Everybody say behavior, behavior. Modification, modification Christianity. It's really not Christianity. You got the principles, but your life is still the animal nature. You're just a well-defined nature. How many got animals in your house? They're domesticated. Religion domesticates your human nature. You're not really a spiritual person. Because on the inside, I want to choke you out, but you have the Mona Lisa smile. Oh, God bless you. (laughs) Our responses define us. And let me just say something. When God wants to take us to the next growth level, he allows certain situations and certain people in our lives so we can see what's really here. It's the devil that brought that person in my life. Maybe not. Maybe they are there to show the devil in you. Everybody say, our responses... Define us. us. And then it says, verse 17 again, so that you don't do the things or you don't respond the way that you wish. But if you're led by the Spirit, not under the law or the principles. Now, the works of the animal nature are evident. I I prefer the word animal nature. It's much more descriptive. Let me give an example. When Jesus saw the scribes and the Pharisees, what did he call them? Everybody say animal names. When Jesus saw the scribes and Pharisees, what did he call them? Snake, dog, pig. Why? He was responding by saying, this is your real nature. Now, when we get born again, our spirit's born again, but everything else needs to be changed. Everything else got to be changed. And so part of the process of sanctification and glorification is that God has to let me see, oh, this stuff is in me. Oh, I got to go to God and crucify this thing and get more spirit. And we got Christians that have been in churches with no flow of the Spirit, no pastor who will preach a message to confront you. It's all Skittles, rainbows, and unicorns every Sunday. How was the message? It was Skittles, rainbows, and unicorns. <laughs> Any confrontation? Oh, no, 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 no. Any repentance? Oh, no, 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 no. We're just a domesticated Christian animal. Your responses define you. Now, the work of the animal nature, evident which are adultery. Everybody say adultery. adultery. Well, I've never cheated on my wife. Do you click on a porn site? 
Jesus changed sin from action to attitude. Oh, you can hear the groaning in the building right now. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I'm really, I'm not. You can't be delivered unless you get confronted, my friend. Fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry. Anything that's idolatry is like you got it above God. If you hear the command of God and you say, I would do that, but you look to see what else somebody else is saying about it, they're your idol. When God tells you something to do, anything that you consider after that to influence you is your idol. Well, we need you to come do the, oh, but you know, the game. The game is your idol. Are you against sports? Not at all. But if Jesus says something for us to do, it supersedes the game. But it's on Super Bowl Sunday. Let me tell you something. There are no Super Bowl Sundays in hell. Hallelujah. That was just wrong on so many levels, right? <laughs> Sorcery, tarot cards, Ouija cards, witchcraft movies, stones, anything to get spiritual resources or answers other than Jesus Christ is sorcery. Hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions and heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, Drunkenness is being out of your mind on any substance. Crack, alcohol, food. How many of the food will change your mood? Food can be a drug. I feel so depressed. Stop by the store and get me a half a gallon of bluebell and me and Jesus. No, Lord Jesus, no. <laughs> and on your tombstone is going to say death by fork. <laughs> How did they die death by fork? revelries and the like i tell you beforehand just as i have told you in time past that those that practice such things shall what not. somebody say not. not one more time not. it didn't say that you occasionally fall into it this is your lifestyle this is the way that you live your life and just because you go to a church building every seven days doesn't make you a christian you will not inherit the kingdom of god everybody say but like a theft been, but, but the fruit of the spirit yes. is love. That word there is agape love, self-sacrificing love for another. Joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. I crucify my animal nature. Somebody say, I will crucify, I will crucify my, animal nature. my animal nature. If we live in the spirit, let's walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. Now, why is this important today? Our responses are shaping our soul. Say, my responses, my responses are shaping my soul. Whether they're spoken or unspoken, they're shaping your soul. And God wants you to be free. And if I am under the pressure of somebody else, my responses are being dictated by what they do outside of me, I'm not free. 
I'm not afraid. I very seldom ever get irritated. People say, Kevin, how are you doing? I says, the same. I'm not up and down, up and down, up and down. Why? Because I've learned how to live by the fruit of the spirit. I'm not going to let your crazy trigger me. And everybody that's on some kind of substance, alcohol, depression, somehow I've got to escape the situation. Well, all the devil's got to do to drive you crazy is keep bringing crazy people in your life. No, that's not how it works. My response has got to be spiritual. In other words, it's got to be like Jesus' response. Now, why is this important? This morning I was awakened by the Holy Ghost and God spoke to me. There are many people in this congregation today that are dealing with death in life situations. They're dealing with win and loss situations. What's a death in life situation? Physically? No. But something in your life died. When there's a divorce, it's a form of death. When a child rebels, it's a form of death. When you lose your job, it's a form of death. When you get defriended on Facebook, it's a form of death. When your dog dies, it's a form of death. Listen, I know people who like their animals more than humans. I mean, I had this lady, her dog died, and she, went, she was grieving for three years. She goes, he died. I said, he was a dog lady by a puppy. But it, it won't be him. I said, listen, you have unnatural affection to an animal. You're giving an animal something you should give humans because the animal is safe. They're always happy to see you. Hello, boy. I like my dog more than my husband. Yeah, because your husband always trying. <laughs> so you tailor your life with things to put you in a comfort zone. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to talk about prophetic insight and wisdom the next service. But when you're going through these death and life, win and loss circumstances in life, that's reality. I wish he hadn't left. Well, he's gone now. I wish he hadn't gone. She's gone down. And no amount of begging and changing anything makes that person want to come back sometime. So now I got to deal with this issue in reality. And my response to win my response to loss, my response to death, my response to change reveals me. But can I tell you, every single one of you people is going through something right now. You know, when my wife had her last teenager leave the house, her life was defined. She was mommy. And we had four teenagers. They all moved and became adults. And when the last one left, she didn't know what to do. She didn't know who she was because she had been such a mommy. She had to deal with the death of our son leaving the home and getting his own life. You're not going to there's so many mother-in-law jokes because they can't process change in their family. They got to control it. 
Listen, when your kids move out, you have indirect authority based on the value and the honor and the principles you put in them while they were with you. And now they're gone. You can't control them from the outside. You got to control them by uh, the things you put inside of them. You have influential authority. Is anybody catching this yet? And so the moment that somebody like a parent or a pastor violates the boundary and try to do for you like you're my kid. No, not anymore. I'm an adult just like you. I don't like what you're doing. Well, you better deal with it because I'm not changing. Our kids marry people we don't really like. They do things with their kids we don't really like. People do things we don't really like. Why is this so important? How I respond to it is either going to be spiritual or animal. And if I respond to it like an animal, I get worse and meaner and crazier over and over and over. Now, here's the thing. Everybody here is dealing with people with inward responses. I was talking to somebody. I, I, I saw their, their child a couple of weeks ago. So their child just recently. And the Bible says you know a tree by its fruit. You want to know what people are really like? Look at their kids. Every children's worker will tell you the kids are not the problem. It's the parents. Every sports coach dealing with kids under 10 years old will tell you it's not the kids. It's the crazy parents in the stands. And your kids are watching your responses. Your kids are watching how you respond. Little eyes are always recording. Little ears are always recording. They see you get in the car and start cursing when somebody does something you don't like and lay rubber and peel and so on and so forth. Our responses influence everybody around us. And today, God is saying, I'm coming to deal with your attitudes, your responses. Are they like Jesus? Because they cause a trigger reaction. There's like a domino effect, the way I respond. Everybody say fear bonds. Fear bonds. Love bonds. Fear bonds. Love bonds. Everyone you know, you either have a fear bond with that person or a love bond with that person. In other words, when you come in their presence, when you think about being with them, do you have anxiety? Do you have stress? Or do you have, hey, buddy, what's happening? When I showed up in Corpus Christi, I saw Pastor Dave. He says, what's up, buddy? Hey! Love bond. It wasn't like, how you doing? Let's get to work. It wasn't that way. Now, why is this so important? You are being shaped by your responses and God is saying I'm coming to come and define those responses and let you see those responses because you can change everything in your circle of influence you know my kids they knew how to trigger my wife they would say stuff and she would just go off why they knew her hot spot that she hadn't got spirit filled in that area yet and she had a carnal response rather than a spiritual response and people trigger you they'll trigger you but if you get this spiritual response thing done 
I'm free. I can be around the craziest people. I just smile at you. And it's not a Mona Lisa smile. You can't trigger me. You can't make me act like an animal. I'm trying. I want you to close your eyes. Say, Holy Spirit. I need a visitation from you. To show me how to process the death that surrounds my life. Give me a, wor- a way to respond to the loss surrounding my life. Show me how to respond to the change affecting my life. And Lord, if I'm responding like an animal, bring your conviction on me. Bring your conviction on me. And show me how to grow the fruit of the Spirit. I want you to close your eyes if you're in this room. And just say this word. Say, Jesus, would you please forgive my sins? I want you to be my Savior. I want you to be my leader. Holy Spirit, invade my life. Invade my body. Invade my soul. Now he's coming right now for many of you. He's filling you up right now. He's filling you up right now. He's coming right now in the room. Our main response should be righteousness, peace, and joy. Anytime our response is not righteous, is not peaceful, it's not joyful. Our inward attitudes, our inward atmosphere has been perverted by an animal perception, an animal nature. And God said, I'm coming to save my people from themselves. We'll give the Lord a hand of applause as Pastor Dave comes. <laughs>